ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, and sports enthusiasts from around the world. This is the podcast you have all been waiting for. Whether listening in the car, on your morning drive, or with one earbud in at the office, this is the sports show that has it all. From pro wrestling to the octagon, from the gridiron to the baseball diamond, from the pitch to the ice, it's all here. You have tuned in to Mount Sterling's most downloaded podcast that drops on Saturdays at 3 a.m. This is not your average podcast. This is From Corner to Corner. And now, here are your hosts, Sean Big Papa Kuyper, Wes Redman Crouch, Adam Big Country Muncie, and Neil Mulletman Payne. And welcome back to another episode of From Corner to Corner. I am Sean, here with Adam and Wes this week. What's up, fellas? Before we go too much further, <laughs> do you smell that? Wes, I smell losing streak. I do, too. Yeah, it's, it's three sm- games now. It smells like burnt, just just burnt rubber. Like, oh, I've, I've, hit, the br- I've hit the brakes and I'm skidding See? across the road. Oh! See, this is my problem when it comes to fantasy. <laughs> I never talk trash, and I talked trash a couple of weeks ago. Yes, you, you did. Have one sense. Yeah, yeah, and I'm going to lose again this week because Trey will mop the floor with me this week. Trey does wear the crown, and I quite and I, often lately. I, I when I went into like looking yesterday, I thought, man, I don't have Lamar Jackson this week, and then I thought, I got Danny Dimes. He's a better quarterback right now, <laughs> so. Maybe it won't hurt me as much with uh, Lamar being gone. So, who did you lose to Sunday this past week? Yeah, who did you lose to, Sean? I I think we all know. Well, we know, but the people listening. Well, I mean, we talked about it last week. It's about everybody knows that we were playing in hate week. So, so West beat you. West beat me by a lot. Actually, it wasn't West. It wasn't even close. It wasn't West. It was Joe Burrow and Tyler Boyd. That that, that duo, stack, oh my gosh, single handedly beat me. So in another league, I was playing against Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Mm, just as bad. <laughs> I gave up after the one o'clock games. I was like, I, I can't. I, I mean, when <laughs> when Burrow had thirty something points at halftime, I'm like, well, on to next week. <laughs> yep. And and I, I mean, I could have survived Burrow. But the 30-point performance from Tyler Boyd on top of that. And then McCole Hardman scores three touchdowns. He don't have three touchdowns in his career. The new running back of the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, apparently. Man, (laughs) did you see that Like on one of those touchdowns, Patrick Mahomes was the only one that went and congratulated him. The whole team left him. Apparently, he's not very well liked on the team. Like literally, you can you, you should go back and say. I, I one thought they done that as a prank. I just thought they were. Pranking I don't know. Uh, it's not going to matter because if he continues to do that, he's a weapon that they need. Five years later. True. This is true. It, definitely late. Yeah. So, before you got here, Wes, we were talking. Speaking of five years later, you got Daniel Jones, whose fifth year option did not get picked up. Right. And you got Josh Jacobs, whose fifth-year option didn't pick, get picked up. Correct. These guys are killing it right now. Now, I think Josh Jacobs, Josh Jacobs is – well, they're both products of the system, right? Um, but the question is – Well, are they products of the system? 
Uh, Josh Jacobs, a hundred percent, is a is a product of the system because he's never done what he's doing right now. Yeah, but I, to me, that's just a better coach, not which, his system, which, which is, is the product, product of, of the, the system. system. Well, yeah, yeah, it, it all, yeah, that, that's what that means. So that's the show this week, guys. <laughs> Wes has learned what the product of the system means, <laughs> and 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 Daniel Jones is like kind of tur- they're turning him loose a little bit more and more every game. Kind of like what they're doing with Justin Fields. The Bear the Bears looked really good last night beating the the Patriots. And he didn't throw the ball a lot, but he was very efficient. They let him run. Right. And that's the difference with Justin Fields. I mean, they essentially have yeah, three 100%. top tier running backs right now with him and Montgomery and Herbert. And all three of them are, are very capable of running. And the defense is overperforming. From what they should be, because they're not very deep. Um, so, but my question is: the the Giants are headed towards the playoffs at, at this pace right now. True. You have to re-sign him at the end of the year, right? No. It's going to be really hard. How to, would you go start over with a rookie quarterback? It's going to be really hard to sign him as a quarterback. It's not that hard to re-sign a running back. Because it's few and far between, and their and their years are very minimal. Quarterback, on the other hand, I mean, there you can go out. He's not performed. I mean, he's not performed at an elite level. Well, he just hasn't. Here's what he's not doing. He's not losing games for them Correct. like he has for the last four years. He's he's he's, he's not turning the ball over. He's Joe Flackoing. He's as we've talked about before. He's Joe Flacco, he's Trent Dilfer, and he's Brad Don. He's he's being the game manager. The one aspect that might get him paid, might get him signed there, is because he can run the ball. Yeah. He doesn't look like that he would should be able to run the ball. He just don't. But, but man, he's he's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's the one aspect that could say yes. You need to I, let I just him. Like you, you figure him. if they go eleven and six, ten and seven, make the playoffs. They're going to be picking in the low twenties. Like I cannot imagine dr- letting him walk, drafting a another quarterback. Because I mean, as far as free agents go, you're probably going to be looking at, at Mariota because at, Atlanta is going to they'll at some point this year they're going to see what they got in Ritter. Maybe. And then you got you know Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. I mean, they should see what they got in Ritter. Yeah. But I mean, let's be honest. They're throwing thirteen times a game. Like anybody can get out there and throw the ball thirteen times. <laughs> I wonder when the cutoff is for him to be able to be <clears throat> traded by the Giants. Is it just day yeah, one after the Super Bowl that he's free agent? Yeah, I don't know. Um, or uh-huh. is it you know because I, I, I just wonder I, who's going to trade for him? Because here's the thing: I think he's one hundred percent a Brian Dable fix right now. If he goes to Carolina. Well, he's going to revert back to what he's been the last four years. The I'm only you, the I, only problem the only the only thing I will say about him, other than is he, he has other than the running, he has no one to throw it to. Wandale is the only person he can throw it to. His rookie tight end just went down, and he's not going to be back for a while either. But Darius Slayton is looking really good as a wide <laughs> come receiver. Come on, and Darius Slayton, Kenny Galladay that they owe seventy two million dollars to that just is does not want to be there. Yeah. 
I mean, Sterling Shepard that's constantly hurt. He has no one to throw it to. Well, I mean, Sterling's out again. He's out for the season. Yeah. So, I just Where's wonder. Where's Kadarius Toney? Is he, he, uh, he's still hurt. He, he's, he continues that's, to get hurt. His hamstrings and he's a of the Giants <gasps> for years. Is And we said it before the season that they never have a fully healthy right. offense. Never. Yeah. yeah, if they had a fully healthy Wide, wide receiver core, along with way the Saquon's playing this year, and that's the big difference. Goodness, yeah, oh, Daniel yeah. Jones finally has Saquon in sure. the backfield. Yeah, absolutely, like, yeah. That's I a think, big difference. I think the Giants re-sign him, especially if they make the playoffs. And uh, they barring, may not have a choice. Barring going on a long losing streak over the next six to eight weeks, I, I think. They're they're firmly into the playoffs, and I, I think they'll have to resign. But a lot of these guys are getting so. I mean, what did all these guys that have just recently signed um, um, contracts? And and I mean, you even lump in Russ and and Watson and whatnot. They all signed what five year deals? Yeah. I mean, you've got to think that his deal is not going to be a five year deal. It'll be a three year deal with two years of options. Maybe. Uh, he's not going to get fifty million he's not a gonna, year. He, he no. might get twenty, twenty-five. Yeah, I mean, it, it, he's probably more along the lines of a three-year, ninety million dollar deal in a prove-it situation. Now, and three years from now, if we're where you think you're going to be, then then we'll pay you. If since they since they did not pick up his fifth year, does that mean they cannot franchise him? They can. That's what they'll do. Yes, they can still franchise him. One hundred percent. That's right, because if Lamar is in the same situation, they'll, yep. they'll they'll franchise him, and I mean he'll make good money. He'll make twenty seven, twenty eight. You know, and somewhere around the time there. Next year rolls around, it might be over thirty. It might be. So you it, got, that, and he got a couple of guys getting paid fifty million out there. Right you got to think that he would take that for one year. You would think so. Yeah. Yeah, because in, instead of in taking a, a three year twenty million, yeah. yeah, right. So, anyways, I just thought that was an interesting topic. So I agree. So. The the main the main meat of the show, uh, I've got a couple of things. We'll we'll I want to save the the big topic for a little bit. But here's an interesting fact that I heard on the radio a couple of days ago. We've talked about these college coaches for a, a lot here lately. Just listen to these numbers: Jimbo Fisher, ten year, ninety five million; Mel Tucker, ten year, eighty five million. Mario Cristobal, 10-year, $85 million. They have a combined at nine victories this season. Nine. And Mario and, Cristobal just got waxed by Duke yeah. Saturday. He, 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 waxed. He, yeah. So before the season started, Van Dyke is a top-five quarterback pick. He might not get drafted at all right now. I've not been high on him anyway. I didn't think he was that good. I thought the kid from NC State was a lot better. By the way, not to get off, did you see the celebration of the Duke wide receiver? That's the best celebration I think I've seen all year long. Did you see it? No. He he took the U, made the U with his hands, and DDP stunned it over his knee. And bro- <laughs> yeah, bro- He broke the, the U. U. I was like, that's really good. <clears throat> yeah. Well, and Miami had come back and taken the lead in that game and then turned around and blew it. And Cristobal was asked about that like after the game, and he, he basically said, this is part of the rebuilding. Like, it's going to suck now. We're going to take our losses, and we just got to take it. Like, there's nothing you can do about it. Well, 
I told you before the season, I am not a fan of, of Cristobal. I think the best thing that could have happened for Oregon was him leave and Dan Lanning coming in because he is going to make Oregon legit. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't hurt that they've got Bo Nix, and he, he and he's and he's a veteran, and he knows he knows when he needs to do certain things. And, and but. you know, they took they took that beating in the first game of the season against Georgia, which everybody expected that they would. Right. Yep. But they did whatever they wanted to do against UCLA on Saturday. They were spicy. Yeah, I mean, there was no question. There was never a question in that game whatsoever. So I say that just just to touch on the point. This is where we're at with college football right now because either you're going to bankrupt these daggone schools or you're going to have to suffer through it. The question is, like Jimbo's been in position much longer than the other two guys. Uh, Dan Mullen was on Full Ride today, and he was talking about uh, with uh, Stoops what Kentucky has allowed him to do with the time. I don't know that Michigan State and Miami give either one of those guys five or six years, you know, because Stoops was two and ten, and then he was five and seven, five and seven, then he went to seven and six with the bowl game, seven and six, and then then moved on up. I don't know that they give either one of them guys five years. I mean, Mel Tucker, this is year three, right? That's what I was going to ask. Is it year three or year two? Maybe it is year two because he either had way, Kenneth Walker. But either way, Mel Tucker, he, Mel Tucker's the best coach on that list. I I don't disagree with that, but I I guarantee you this: he better win nine, ten games next year. I I just don't think he's got the talent at Michigan State this year to compete. Now his recruiting, he does really well on the recruiting trail. Yeah. Like you hear the guys talk that go to Michigan State. Uh, like they'll tell you the way he's genuine, the way he's honest. Sitting, I, he seems parents. like a, it seems like that. He's a stand-up dude. Like when I hear Mel Tucker speak, I'm ready to run through a wall yeah. for the guy. So the recruiting class that Jimbo bought, according to Saban, that comes in next year, right? Correct. Right. And his recruiting class this year, there, there's a lot of heat on right now. Have you seen the news that came out today? Uh-uh. Before the South Carolina game, there were three players – Got caught smoking pot in the locker room. All true freshmen. So they are all suspended from Texas A&M right now. He, he's probably the first one on this list to get fired, right? No. Who? Who do you think? You think Cristobal gets fired before no. him? No. I mean, he's, his contract is I, not I, Cristobal. He's, his contract is guaranteed, basically. Yeah, uh, 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 and because that's, it's that's uh, you. You, know, you, read, the, you read those numbers off, and we know, you know that Jimbo's is 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 guaranteed because Michigan it's, State is not responsible for any of that eighty-five million. That is all money yep. that is fronted by boosters. Yep. So Michigan State could fire him tomorrow and not pay a dime. As long okay, as they so have that, probable cause. That's where yes. you that it, it, right. As long as it's probable cause. Yep. Well, then that's a different story. I mean, because but, he's not going to. But I bet Jimbo's from everything that I like see, she's you know, uh, Jimbo's first one to go. A hundred percent. He's got but next. When? He's got next year. He's got Man. this. He's going to have this recruiting class that this number one recruiting class to come in. He's got next year, I think. I just can't see them dropping that kind of money. Huh? Like like we talked about before, $20 million, $25 million, it, maybe. But oh. here's, 
Here's the thing, though, right? And this is what we've talked about for five weeks, and then we'll move on. Who's going to replace him and do any better? Like, it's Texas A&M. It's the expectations. I, I really like Full Ride because they've got Rick, Newha- Rick Newhazel and Dan Mullen. Dan Rick Newhazel's jo- really joined good. the show last week. Yeah. You're talking about two guys that have been successful and gotten fired, right? right. I think, didn't Rick also coach at uh, UCLA? Yes. Yes. So they've been through this. And that's the that's how Dan got onto the whole thing with Stoops was like they gave him time. Yeah. And he goes, We don't live in that culture now that they give a coach time to do that, to set the culture in in, in flux. But at they expect more at Texas A&M, and they expect more at University right. of Miami. That's what Michigan they State, about. on the other hand, the level is about ex- on the level of Kentucky. Really, yeah. in all honesty, yeah. they were probably a little bit more on the level, yeah. a, a little above Kentucky um, when Stoops took over. Yeah, but really, in all honesty, they're on the same level at this point. So, you, Mel Tucker's, I think. Got time. Yeah, I think Mel Tucker's the safest of those three. Yeah, right. the other two, on the other hand, it's it's all about Cristobal gets time because he's from there. I would say, but he but but not a and lot. And this is his first year. I mean, yeah. we've seen Miami fire Miami guys before. Yeah. So yeah, I uh, I think that's where the whole problem lies is in the expectations. Kind of like Nebraska, kind of like Wisconsin. I mean, yeah. Paul Christ. What more could he like? Like, did Wisconsin, the school, expect him to win a national championship? We know the fans did because all the fans want to win a national championship. Sure, but it's the it's the expectations that are set that are unrealistic. I don't know too many Kentucky fans that ever expect to win a national championship. Our goal as Kentucky fans and that goes for football or basketball. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it, oh, it, it does. No, I mean Kentucky basketball you gave a is a lifetime ex- contract to a guy that's won one championship. Well, I, you one. know my feelings about him, but that doesn't mean that the expectations aren't there for a national championship every year. But what I'm saying is, our our goal as Kentucky football fans is to get to the SEC championship game. Like that would be at this point, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, would, that, that, that would be, be the, the next step, the big step. Yeah, right. sure. That's the next step in the build. Right, I'll agree with right. that. So, the, but what if we don't get to that point? And then it's going to be tough with Tennessee. Florida's going to they're going to get better. Georgia, Georgia. I, I think now when we get to change, and we go to like the four division thing, that'll be interesting to see how that all plays. It out. will. It right now, Kentucky would love to go to the SEC championship game. And that's their next step is to beat Georgia. That's that's their next big step is to beat Georgia. Because if you beat Georgia, then you should have you should be on the track to go to the SEC championship game. But if they don't, then you're still in one of the Super Six or, or whatever. New you're, Year you're, Six. You're, yeah, you're yeah. still in one of the New Year Day Six uh, balls, which would be – which would probably be the smaller next step. Right. You know, so, you know, as long as they do, as long as they're not dropping down to seven and six, 
you know, even if we go eight and four, you know, the next year we go nine and three, as long as we're right in that range. Yeah. No stress. Hey, we talked about before. No stress. Kentucky's a setup game for Georgia this year because they got Tennessee and then turn right around and have Kentucky. Yeah. So I'm not saying that they're going to beat Georgia. I'm just it's saying. It's not happening. It, it, it is at home. You know, yeah. That it helps. Is at home. I don't care where it is. So. All right. So. You want to play it a rup? <laughs> I don't think it matters. <laughs> One other college football thing and then we'll move on. Iowa. And Kirk, Kirk Ferentz. Oh, right? my gosh. It's time to move on. Yep. 1999. He's been there since 1999. He's been there as long as I've been married. Okay, His, his son is the offensive coordinator, and he's which, bad. Which is a major problem. Yes. Right? Yeah, I wrote that down here. He is 181 and 114 in his career, which is an average of 8 and 5. There's been several years that he's won 10, 11 games, 12 games. But there's a lot of 500 records in there, and the in his very first year he was two and ten, or one and eleven. I can't. It was it was a bad losing record his first year, so that kind of skews that a little bit. But here he's like the biggest name in the state. I hope right? he stays there. Like he has the most power because you don't want Stoops going. You dead going right. That'll be a that would be a school that would worry me, and really? I mean. Yeah, yeah, I mean, why? it's it's a lateral move at this point. That's his alma mater. Oh, it is? Yeah. I, I didn't know that. That's, you know, they they are deeply trenched, entrenched in Iowa. All the stoops are. And it's it that one scares me. I could, well, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I could see that. Look, Kirk Ferentz has done a lot of good for Iowa. The little Kinnick wave they do to start the fourth quarter, one of the best traditions in college football. He yep. got that rolling. Yeah. He put Pink all in the visitor locker room to kind of play a psychological game. Another great move. Yeah. But there's time where your message just goes dull yeah. with your team. Yeah. And well, like his was probably five years ago. Well, and the thing about it is, is you know they got to the uh, they got to the Big Ten championship game last year, and they thought, well, we can just run it back. Well, their defense was a lot better last year. Their running game was a lot better last year. And their special teams has always been a big thing. Well, their offense is awful. Always has been. And I last time I checked, you have to outscore the other team to win. Yep. So And you're never outscoring Ohio un, State. Un, unless you're playing against Weber State, who is gonna allow four safeties in a game and then get <laughs> and then only lose by six. That's what's crazy, is they lost because of that. But that was that was so crazy. <laughs> that poor center, he's had a long week. Yeah, I bet. yeah, probably ain't on the team anymore. But I, that was just some interesting facts that I that I come across. So, Mr. Research over here. I know. Yeah, I got Golly. I got a whole page full of notes. <laughs> I've, I've got a little game for us to I'm play. Glad here. you do since, it. Since finally, since, since Neil's not here, I got a little game for finally, us to play here. In we're a playing bit. games again. So, uh. Jim Nance break, breaking news that he's calling his last Final Four this year. Th- is he retiring or is he just so, done with basketball? I didn't get the whole story. So this, the kind of thinking is CBS has the national championship, you know, this year in basketball. So he's getting out of that. Then in 2024, CBS has the Super Bowl. So they're going. They're kind of thinking that. He's going. Him and Romo will call the Super Bowl, and that'll be his 
farewell into the sunset with football, and then he'll just do the Masters until CBS loses. Which is what he's best at. Oh, absolutely. But he does really good in the Final Four. Him and Grant Hill, the whole crew. He can be replaced. Iron Eagle is not that good. I'm so glad. I think Iron Eagle's pretty good. No, he is not. I think they should have called Gus Johnson. Gus is good too. I could listen to Gus Johnson call underwater polo. I mean, the the uh, the last NCAA basketball game in 2010 with Blake Griffin on the cover. Yep, he's the uh, uh, the announcer on the CBS uh, games. Yeah, in that man, he's is it him, Bill Rafferty? I think so. Yeah, Rafferty. Yeah, with a little (laughs) onions. I love I love that game. I still play. I, I look. I know we're getting the college football game next year. We have to be getting the basketball game oh, back too, right? Yeah. If they don't do that, that's going to be a major well, mistake. They said the reason because they discontinued the basketball game before they ever did football, right? And the reason was there just wasn't a market for it. And I was thinking, like, what do you mean there's not a market? I, I was, love this. I, game. I wanted that if more they, than I did the football. If they would set it up like two K does, I yes. mean, <laughs> you'll have all kinds of people playing. Yep. Oh, like because it's more if you can community sit, based. Yeah, it's yeah. more community based. I mean, if you can sit it up like, hey, I've got this guy and he's really good, and I'm going to take him out and I'm going to go play with other guys. We're playing three on three on top of playing with your team in the story yeah. mode. I just made it up for you, EA. Yeah, story. TK, whoever uh, picks it two, up. Two K. Starting the story mode in high school basketball and playing through that. Yeah. That would be that would be fun. That would be good. So. Yeah, I like that. I like that idea. So here's here's the here's the one that hit me the most, and this is just: Do you watch Sports Center at all? At four a.m. when I'm getting ready. Okay. Well, I, I'm typically I watch it um, when I'm getting chase dressed before I leave for work. So I get fifteen twenty minutes of it tops. But I've been around since the beginning of Sports Center, as we all know this, because you and Wes are old, right? Which I really I've watched it at least all the way through the the nineties and and two thousands, right? You want to know what we don't have on ESPN anymore? Stuart Scott. Well, that type of personality. Personalities. Yeah. The so that was my thing. We don't have ESPN personalities anymore. And the first name I wrote down was Stuart Scott, Chris Berman. You know. Because I remember every year, whenever he would predict the NFL or the the, the Super Bowl, the it was the Bills and the Forty ers because nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. And then Dan Patrick, of course, he's out there now because he's got his own show. Right. And then Kenny Maine, man, Kenny Maine was so funny. But like, what about it, SVP? I mean, he's still there, but he gets that eleven o'clock hour. Yeah, that's that's late. Yeah, that's too too late for me yep. to watch. But yes, SVP. I always enjoyed his show on ESPN Radio. Him and him Rusillo. Yeah, and then when it was just Rusillo, yeah. I enjoyed it. He's got a podcast now. Yeah, Rusillo does. But like I, I watch. It, it's like every time I watch Sports Center, there's somebody new. Yeah, and you know you're seeing like you don't even see Linda Cohn anymore. Um, I'd say Mike Greenberg's probably one of the biggest personalities on. And I'm not a fan of his. You know, 
I wish they would have kept Gullick over Greedy. Oh, man, they did not like each other. No, they didn't. So, but Greeny always seemed like he was the more personable of the two. I've read a couple of his books. I don't read books, but I've read two of his books. Um, I, I'm actually I'm a I'm a fan of of Greeny. Uh, I just think it's because he's like one of those guys that's just smart. He's pretty smart. He's a a fan at heart, and he's really easy to pick on. And and I that that's good television, I think. Um. But it's like, you know, all the famous sayings, you know, Stuart Scott, uh, Stuart Scott's cooler than the other underside of the pillow. and Holler at a player when you see him in the club. <laughs> yeah. Just, like it, like, it seems like so much of it is forced nowadays. A lot of these guys will have their little, you know, funny, snappy things when something happens. But... Not to the point like these guys would have it worked into every single set. And we didn't even mention Rich Eisen. Rich Eisen was good. He was the other one. I could not. Yeah. You know, now he's on uh, NFL, NFL Network. Network. Yeah. So I don't have NFL Network, so I don't I don't get to see that anymore. Um, I refuse to pay for the extra package just to get it. <laughs> so anyways. All right, wait a minute. I'm sorry. What are we talking about? I was fighting a fire. I totally zoned out. Are you serious? <laughs> I heard Jim Nance. Are you kidding me? And I heard ESPN. Where, where is and then I just when went, we need him? I just went, and it was gone. <laughs> I, I heard everybody, Stuart Scott, and I heard uh, and I heard Rich Eisen, and I heard... Um, Rich Eisen was literally just now. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that was so, pretty much it. So we were talking about famous ESPN personalities, how they don't have that anymore. They don't have that anymore. That, that just... They're just duds that are on TV. Stephen doing... A would be the biggest personality now, right? Yeah, and he doesn't yeah, even I mean, do he's not really center. a sports center. Right. All their personalities are on guy. shows now. Yeah, right. They're not on Sports Center. Yeah. The only one that does, and I, I don't, maybe you meet me. The only one that does is, um, ah, crap! I, his, his head, his face just totally went away. Bald head. He has, he has Sports Center by himself. Van Pelt. Van, Van, Van Pelt. Yeah, we talked about him. We, oh, see, we, I we totally. Totally gone. We, we, we did mention him. <laughs> it's not like the days. Yeah, see? It's I, not even 8 o'clock yet. It's not, but why, I mean, I, obviously I cannot multitask. That must have been one heck of a fire. Yeah. <laughs> that must have um, been a good one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's not the days of of Oberman and, and – um, Oh, guys, Oberman. Like Keith Oberman. Keith Oberman. Oberman. Keith, I mean, oh, my gosh. Oberman. How old are you? Oberman and uh, – and, and, What's his name that's got his own show now? That just shows uh, Dan Patrick. Dan Patrick. We, probably, yeah, yeah. But Oberman, you know, when they were together, great. that was the best combo. He was literally in a whole other world. Whole. <laughs> See, a whole but I, it, there might be one that you're totally missing I that think, I think was really good, and that was uh, Charlie. Um, oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Is his, his last name's not Steiner, was it? Yes. yes. Charlie Steiner. Yes. I thought he was really good. He yeah, was so dry. Look. Charlie Steiner was one of the originals. I'm pretty sure he was yeah. an OG. He was an OG. But he was there for a long time because I remember him. He but, was when but he, he was, was he was really good. It was mm-hmm. the ESPN in block letters with the ring around it. I mean, yeah. The, yeah. Know, it wasn't even lit up. It was just yeah. in the background. So you would take Oberman and Dan Patrick as your Oh, he they're not they're my number one. Who would your number one? Oh, it's one Stuart be? Scott. No, no, no. There's no 
It's not See, even close. I, I think Stuart Scott and Rich Eisen's number one in my book. Like now, that tandem was perfect. Together. I I loved Dan Patrick. I think Dan Patrick was with Kenny Mayne, right? Kenny yes. Mayne was really good. Yeah. yeah. We talked about him already. Oh, so, sorry. You know, I cheer the parents, main event. Cheer parents, can we leave Wes alone? I mean, <laughs> on Tuesdays from 6 p.m. to 8.30, 9 o'clock, leave like, him alone. Um, what's the dude now that's... Um, the dude now that is pretty good is Michael Eaves. And he's from... I don't even know who that K- is. He's from Kentucky. That's why Wes yeah. says he's good. But he's good. I mean, well, he's 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 not Stuart Scott, but he's... What is his But name? again, he's forgettable. Who, who's the guy that covers NASCAR and then he does the... Marty Smith. Marty Smith. Marty Smith. Uh, Marty and McGee have something really good going yeah. on. on they Saturday should be doing SportsCenter. They yeah. need their own show... Well, they've got a radio show well, on the weekend. Right? right, but it's Saturday mornings. Yeah. Like early Saturday. Yeah. Like, now, speaking of Saturday mornings, you have, um, uh, oh, shoot, the the one that does Mel, uh, with Mel Kuyper on Saturday mornings. Todd McShay. No. <laughs> no. Um, Dari. Dari Nokum. Oh, okay. Is, yeah. is, he does. Now, he used to be on. Right. Some, some of these shows. But that's what happens is a lot of these guys wind up getting moved to radio or podcasts and off of the TV. And I guess it's I guess it's just the fact that, look, it's, it's just highlights. Anybody can do this. Oh, yeah. But you're right. Most of the personalities are on the actual shows now, not on SportsCenter. But when, I, when, when ESPN was first on, that's all it was was SportsCenter. And sports, there wasn't all of these other shows, right? So First it would day, be nine hours of Sports Center until the basketball game started. Yeah, I mean, everybody was excited when the new, when when Oberman and and um, and Dan Patrick was on, but right before them was Linda Cohn. Right. Yeah, you see her every now and then. Every now and then, in Linda Cohn. Um, uh, but you, you like the transition between the two. You're like, okay, I've watched them for six hours. And you've watched them for six hours, yeah. literally, because you're yeah. like, maybe I missed a highlight. So I think, I did. is it Sunday mornings that wraps over, like the switches, I believe, at the 8 o'clock hour uh, on Sunday mornings, I think, that you've got the, you got two, and then you got uh, Hannah Storm and Kevin O'Connell. Maybe. Maybe that are that that they take over and they lead it all the way up till um, game or not, countdown. Yeah, countdown. Yeah. What was the guy that is a actor now? He and in fact he runs the show um, Master Builder where they build everything out of Legos. He was on Sports Center too. Yeah, I know who you're talking about, but I can't think of. Uh, what the Google machine is for. Yeah. And and so then you've got, um, you know, Countdown has Randy Moss and uh, Brewski, Hasselback, Rex Ryan, and uh, what's, her, what's her face? Do you watch NFL Countdown? Uh, most of the time I'm at church. Well, I know, but we get out. It's eleven thirty. It's still on. Oh, when we get out of church, we go eat Mexican. So no, I, I very rarely get it. So normally, when 
we get home after I've made my Dairy Queen run or wherever we're going, <laughs> that, it's like 12, 12.30, which works out perfect. You can eat, get your uh, little pregame ritual. Will Arnett. Of. I've never even heard of that yet. Will Arnett w- was on SportsCenter? Are you sure? I think it was somebody that looked like him. I don't remember Will Arnett. I remember him being on Saturday Night Live. Hmm. That's probably what Wes is thinking about. No, there was another guy. Wes is 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 out of control tonight. He's not here. Yeah. He's going to listen to this on Saturday going, who is that guy? <laughs> but anyway, what I was saying, I normally turn it to Fox NFL Sunday Okay, when I get home. I don't watch Countdown because you got Bradshaw, Howie, Jimmy Johnson, Michael yeah. Strahan, and uh, Kurt, whatever Kurt's last name is. Yeah. Craig Kilborn. That's who I was thinking of. I remember him. So not even the same person. It's not, not but they do look like. They do look like. (laughs) Not even close. I I don't. We're missing another big one. I don't really like the. the, Neil Everett. I remember him. Uh, I can't visualize him, though. I do like Neil Everett. Yeah. What about John Buchagross? Do you like him? He's on there. John Buchagross. He does the hockey coverage now. Yeah, he does. Which, by the way, go Hurricanes. Speaking of hockey coverage, Steve Levy was one. Yes, Steve Levy. Yeah. See, that's just the thing. Five years from now, we're not going to be able to name any of the people that are doing Sports Center right now because they're not of not any of them are memorable. None. You're yeah. I mean, like as I said, Michael Eaves is on it right now, and you all were like. Who's that? Yeah, I, have, I mean, if I saw a picture of him, I, you know, might know who he is. None of them at this time goes boom shakalaka. Right. None of them do that. Yeah. They're just like, oh, here's the highlight. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That that was, I don't know. It, I thought it was an interesting topic. I mean, we 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 we've wore football out for the last you know several, uh, and weeks. I ruined it. <laughs> if I was keeping up, we would have. <laughs> no, I think it was great. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's I think it's good radio. I'm sorry, what? So what are we talking about? To go with the personality topic, though, like obviously back in the '90s, even the '60s when you all were growing up, like ESPN didn't have like these restrictions on their TV people. Probably, like oh. now they're right. Do you think it's that they don't have the personality, or ESPN has kind of put them in a box and like. This is what you do. This is what we need you 100% to do. One hundred percent option two. Probably Disney has put them in the box. Well, right, right. Because it wasn't Disney when it first started. It's only been Disney for what last ten, fifteen years. Right. <laughs> when all the personalities disappeared. That's exactly right. And I mean, they've fired. I never even thought about. They've that. let That's go a, a lot of people. Yeah. Because like a guy like Stephen A. Obviously, he's loud, he's outspoken, he's very opinionated. If you put him on SportsCenter, it's going to be must-see TV. No no question. But can he do like they did and, and, and walk you through a highlight with pizzazz? Because all the guys back in the days used to be able to do that. Can he do that? Because he's great at one-on-one conversation and back-and-forth banter. Yeah. I think he's one hundred percent argue too much. Skip Bayless exactly, the same way. exactly. Which yeah. was, which is why I cannot 
what, what, it's him and uh, Shannon Sharp. Is it Speak for Yourself? No, no. it's uh, undis- Undisputed. Undisputed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I can't. I can't. I love that show. I, I can't. I Skip Bayless it. is terrible. I love Skip, Skip Bayless, Bayless and Max, uh, Max Kellerman, Kellerman is on the same Max lever. Kellerman. They're both terrible. Max Kellerman should stick to boxing and shouldn't be allowed off of I boxing. Agree. Yeah, He's yeah. terrible. I, uh, I, I've basically quit listening to the regular ESPN radio. I listen to uh, ESPNU, the college football shows. And they've got a lot of good and shows. And then when 12 o'clock, if I'm out at 12 o'clock, I listen to Colin Cowherd. Because like I'm, I'm a fan that, of that's another one. I'm I'm a fan of Colin Cowherd. Yeah, you're right about that. And, and they made a mistake getting rid of him yes, because he did. he he's like the number one dude on radio right yeah. now. He was the number one dude at ESPN on yeah. radio. Yeah, and but but he's on. They're almost like Vince McMahon. Like yep. we're, you can't be bigger than the than the machine. Which and, I uh, think is why they got rid of Rosillo too, because he was he was reaching that Cowherd level. Yeah. Because he was, he's really good. Yeah, and Rosillo did the show with Van Pelt, and they got along. I think Cowherd, Colin Cowherd, said told ESPN, "I don't want anybody else with me. I'm better just by myself. Yeah. And if you don't like it, then we'll just yeah. part ways." And they did. And now Fox is yeah. making all kinds well, of money off of him. And, and they, you know, Fox had Joy Taylor on there with him, and she's now the host of Speak for Your or. Uh, They've changed the name. It took the spot of Speak for Yourself there at the 4 o'clock hour where, uh, with Marcellus Bennett and uh, Acho. But she's the host of that now. So, like, they've literally worked her way into it, and then now there's a new guy on there with, with, uh, with Cowherd. But the reason I like calling Cowherd is he's real, mm-hmm. right? Like, he doesn't care to sit here and say Tom Brady sucked last night. I mean, he yeah. was tearing the Patriots apart today because of how bad they played last night. And he goes, that's not Bill Belichick. He goes, I'm not real sure what was going on last night. He said, but then he, that's why he was talking to me. He's like, you know, Eberlus, I think is the Bears coach's name. You can see that he is starting the evolution the defense is playing better. They're loosening up the reins a little bit with 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 Fields. And, you know, he, he kind of made the comment. He's like, maybe Fields is just a 10 for 18, 180-yard touchdown guy. I mean, it kind of works know. for Jalen Hurts. Yeah, well. As long well, as they can get some guys that can catch the ball you know, for Fields. But, then. but Jalen Hurts can also go out there and throw the ball 30 times, complete 26 passes for 350 yards. Jalen Hurts is a lot more accurate than Justin Fields. But Fields only has Mo- uh, Mooney. Yeah. Only. S- strength-wise, Fields, I think, has a bigger cannon. Oh, absolutely. But but you're right. I mean, one, he doesn't have time to throw the ball. And two, Mooney's the only one out there that the can catch one. it. Uh, Cole, Cole Komet? No. Not, not, that, that's gone to the wayside. And yeah. nobody else. Yeah. No one. Yeah. Oh, we traded for Nikhil Harry. He didn't even play. Byron Pringle. <laughs> Byron Pringle. He doesn't play either. So. Ebanonymous uh, St. Brown. I don't know if that's the way we say his first name, but it's pretty dang close. Ebanonymous. Aquanimous. Yeah. Aquanimous. So, but I don't know. It was one of those things. I thought it was an interesting topic because. <laughs> I mean, obviously it is. We've talked about there's it an, for a long There's another time. one that's really bad from ESPN that we didn't say. I mean, he's really bad. 
but we all know his name. I really hope you say somebody we've talked about right now. Jim Rome. No, uh, we did not mention nope, him. No, you didn't. And and he, I didn't I can't him stand Jim Rome. I didn't Rome on fire. ESPN, you know, he's CBS now. I think. Yeah, yeah, he is. But he, gosh, he was ESPN for a long he, time. Yeah, right? he was. And you're right. Yeah, I. What baseball player was it that he was like? Call me that one more time. Oh no, it's not. The, was it? It wasn't a baseball player. It was Jim Everett. Jim Everett. He called that's him Chris it. Everett every time. Yes. He said, he "Have said, you not seen that? Interview? Have you not seen? Oh my, oh, <laughs> that's a great clip. He called him Chris Everett clip. three times, and he said, "You call me Chris Everett one more time. My name is Jim." And he said, "So, Chris, how are you going to take the Rams?" And he just got up and Flips almost flogged table. him, and and just he's out. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh! No, I haven't seen that. How I have to, you not seen that? <laughs> I mean, that's one of the. Uh, that's I'll have to check. I'll have to check it out. That's what got Rome gone, I think, from ESPN. That's just a. That's just an absolute disrespect, right there. Disrespect troll move. You're just yeah. like, come on. Well, that's why I kept referring to uh, Mark Stoops as Stoops because all afternoon when I was talking to Neil, I kept calling him Bob, and he goes Mark. He goes Mark. Bob. He goes Mark. So that's why I just said stoops because everybody knew who I was talking about. Which, by the way, if you're listening and you were in District 1, vote for our friend Neil Payne. Yeah. School board. Yeah. Board of Education, Neil Payne. Okay, so do you, uh, you have your ranking? We'll, 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 we'll do the game at the end. Okay. So you got your rankings ready? We do have okay. our fantasy Rankings. I, I already know. Week, I'm, I am week sure eight you have fantasy moved rankings. yourself above me since you beat me. Oh, no. Well, I, can't, he, I can't move myself up that far. He, he did say head-to-head matters. I mean, he did. But it did move around a little bit. Uh, the first two did not move around. Spencer is still at one. Sean, you're still at two. Oh, wow. I mean. I got some respect. Sti- I got st- some respect after that one. <laughs> you're still. You both are still five and two. You both still have a lot of points scored. Um, and I have right now. I looked at the playoff uh, settings this morning. <laughs> I've got uh, Trey and that'll change Darren maybe on my side, and I'm like, oh god. So Trey's going to beat me this Trey, week. Trey's going to lose his mind if he least listens to this because Jeff, I put it number three. Okay. Um, and Jeff just lost. But I don't like Trey's team, quarterback wise, and I still continue to say Jeff's quarterback is quarterbacks are really good, and and the rest of his team is just kind of it, it, it's yeah. just trying to make it up. So Jeff's at three, Trey's at four, yeah, and he just won. So in on, you know on he's he's he's, he's moving up he's the rankings, up. which uh, is amazing. You you talk about. Like I know his quarterbacks are are rough, rough, right? but the rest of his lineup is powerful, especially if they hit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, heck, he didn't even have Justin Jefferson this week and put up over two hundred yeah. points. So uh, I am in trouble coming this week. <laughs> so we're going to put uh, Darren at five, and that and that he's three and four. That puts four and three. Jared at six. Because Jared's lost three in a row. Uh, we're going to put Ben at seven. He just continues to move up. The, he, he keeps winning. He keeps winning. 
He's won three in a row. I mean, he beat Jesse. I couldn't do that. Um, I'm gonna put myself in at eight. Um, Adams at nine, and the only reason I do that is because well, I finally won. We both won this we, week. We, uh, and, we and, have won two out of three. Yeah, we have. Uh, but point wise, we're I'm, I'm a, a lot you're higher. Way, you're way higher. And I'm gonna put Jesse at ten, and he's at three and four. His team is just atrocious. Hey, and I think his losing me. streak is getting ready to happen. Ninety-two to eighty-five. Yeah, that's because your team sucked that week. Otherwise, he would have yeah. been beaten by I think everybody else in the, I'm t- in the league. Like, so where did you have Jared? I got him at six. So where was he last week? Um, last week, I think he dropped. He was four. Uh, well, I, I knew he yeah. dropped because I beat him. Yeah, he was. Yeah. So he was at four. So that's our rankings for so, this week. Hope you guys. I want. I want to hear something from our from our league mates. Right. Either either on the on the uh, message board or on Facebook. You know when we drop uh, or on Twitter when we drop them. I want to hear some flack because we. Uh, He's talking to you. My rankings Trey. are great. He's we, talking to you, Trey. <laughs> oh, Trey will be the number we, one uh, person that says what. We talked a little bit about Dynasty last week, the strategy and stuff like that, right? I still, like, like, like here's the interesting fascination to the Dynasty versus a regular fantasy football league. There's nothing out there that you can improve your team with, right? You might go pick up the fourth running back on the depth chart because the top three are injured, but that doesn't mean that they're valuable at all, right? Trey has to depend on improvement from Justin Fields, and I think Winston is his other quarterback, but he hasn't got to play because he's been hurt. Yeah. Um, like he played, he and played he, Brett Rippon this yeah. week, and, and he traded Davis because Mills. Russ and, isn't cooking. Yeah, well, right. R- Russ. Yeah, and he traded Davis Mills, which not real sure why. And then Trey, I mean, maybe you can tell me why. But um, two hundred eleven points says he don't need to tell you why. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> all I all I'm saying is is once we roll past this year. It, it's the same team. You, you're not throwing your team back and redrafting. So the only way that he can truly improve his quarterbacks is to trade away some pretty significant pieces in his lineup. Now, if he's going to score 200 points without quarterbacks, then I don't guess it matters. But you got to have everybody hit in order for that to go. And – you know, Ben's got a lot of draft picks. Jesse's got several draft picks. So it's not like any of us are drafting a quarterback. I mean, they're all going to be gone and filled up in all these taxi squads. I don't know. I just think it's an interesting thing because it's like you you, you can't you can't replace it. I mean, I've done a lot of trades this year as well, but I've I've analyzed every trade into what the future is. Over analyzed. Well, look, we went back and <laughs> look. 
I told him to do your trade both times he like, sent me. The I, I had a group. I had a group of four people. Two were saying do it. Two were saying don't. And that's when you just listen to me. Yeah, me and you talking. Okay. Well, see, that's the thing. You yeah, know that's the thing. You, you go always beat me in these <laughs> trades, right? Ultimately. That's what I it came looked, down to. I looked at the schedule for Swift down the stretch, and it was murder row going, coming down the season. And and Chubbs isn't quite as bad. And that was that was my ultimate tie break. Had you come back and 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 did the the Evans deal, I would have probably even took the quarterback the the five for five that you that you did. I would have probably done that. But I think that Kareem Hunt winds up with his own gig next year, and that gives me two starting quarterbacks versus one in a, in a backup. And I know you don't think that. To me, you don't think that. To Neil, you, you, I think you know exactly that that's a possibility. So I mean, I, I think that – I think that he will get a chance, and I think that he will be the number one guy for four games, and I think he's going to get jumped wherever he goes because I just don't think he's the – I don't – I think he is – I think he's – he is – let's see, what what how what's his age at this point? I think he's washed. He's washed. I, I think he's lost it. He's got three years. I mean, I, I think I think he could put up some. Look, James Robinson put up some really good numbers in the first two games, three games this year, and then <laughs> gone. But that's more because, and that was because he was touching. He yeah. was making. He was scoring a lot of touchdowns. Well, he was still only <laughs> averaging three they, yards they, a carry. They, they flipped his production into draft picks. Yes, it did for the. So I think that's Jets. where Kareem Hunt is. But look, Chubb is playing so well. They can't put Hunt on the field. I mean, down the stretch the other day, Chump or Chump, Chump, Chubb was gaining ten or eleven yards on every freaking carry. I think that I don't think he gets a. I don't think Hunt gets a job next year. I think he gets traded because they got Deionis Johnson behind him. That can be that same guy and younger in Cleveland. Maybe I think that. I think they tr- trade one of the two, but I think they're going to trade. I don't Hunt know what the landing the tr- spot for him would be, though. Trade deadline. That okay. would be beneficial. So if he has a, then if there's not a landing spot now, I don't think there's a landing spot at uh, at the beginning of next season. Well, I mean, because the Raiders are going to re-sign Josh Jacobs. That would be the one place maybe. because because you know, like you said, they didn't pick up his fifth year option. It doesn't matter for a running back. Yeah, they'll just go. We made a mistake. You fit good in this offense. Yeah, you've you've run really well. We'll just give you this much this much money. Where else? I don't know. It's hard to hard to think off the top of my brain right now. I mean, the only other place I can think of right off the top is Miami because Chase Edmonds. They got seventy five of them down there. Chase Edmonds and Raheem Mostert is not going to cut it there. Mostert has looked good, good lately, in that offense. but that would be the one place that he could, you know, Ralph top of my head with Buffalo too. But I, I don't think that he'll go there with all the depth that they have. I there. think Buffalo wants a superstar. Yeah, 
to make to put them over the top for quite a few years. Yeah, could be. I don't know. I'm definitely not doing that trade that uh, – uh, oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean – Who was it that sent that to me? Like, Kurt, not Jesse. Uh, it was Jared. Jared. Good God. Jared, if you're listening, that was bad. <laughs> that was bad. That made a tray offer look good. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, okay. So, on to our picks for this week. Yeah. So, What's college, our standings? Uh, you jump back into first place. That's I know all that. I wanted to hear. <laughs> wow. I was waiting for you to say, <laughs> it doesn't matter what you say. Uh, Adam is at 36 because you hit the underdog this week. Uh, Big I'm at 34. Shout out to the Ohio Bobcats. Right. I'm at 34. Wes is at 32. And Neil is at 24. So. Uh, did I get both of my. I got both of my um, NFL to uh, oh, right. I went five and zero. Oh. You know what? I haven't updated the NFL picks. Oh, come on. so I got the what I were the NFL picks? It was the Chiefs, and, Chiefs Niners. Yeah, Chiefs and the and then the Giants uh, Jags. Which I won both of those. Yeah, you did. I won both uh, of those. Uh, Neil, missed I went five and zero. Oh. Except um, for. I, and I didn't get my underarm, but yeah, I went. We we all basically we all got two points better because we all picked the Giants and KC, and he got one point worse because because he picked the Jags to beat the Giants. <laughs> so I'll update those, but just add two points. It's still a two point difference uh, in between all of them. That's so, still impressive. I'm still in, I'm still in first place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, have you not learned anything? You don't gloat. I'm better prepared hey, for this moment. He <laughs> did he did blow a double digit lead in this game early on in the season though. Because I what are the odds that I hit on two weeks in a row the underdog right off the bat, first two weeks. Well, he hit it the last two weeks. I had it two weeks in a row, and Neil's yet to hit the underdog. I don't <laughs> think I don't I don't think he has. That if you're listening, like this is just how good we are at this right. pick'em stuff. Like I'm telling you, we hit the and, and we're just we're just money lining it at this point. Right, right, right now we're yeah, not we're even doing no points. Yeah. We're just like, hey, take the money line on this guy. Yeah. I went five and zero oh this week. Yeah, I didn't put any money down because if I put money down, then it would have I've been zero oh and five. Oh, I guarantee that. That, I'm, that, that they'd have been like, oh, there's no way I'm putting money. Vegas on is like, oh, Krause <laughs> put money down, make it happen. Zero oh and five. Okay, so um, college game day is going to Jackson State this week. That's right. So I felt like that we had to put that on here. I like it. I don't know that anybody's going to pick Southern. But maybe. I mean, they're the next best other than Florida Atlantic. I mean, I mean they, well, it has Florida to be. Florida Atlantic is not, the no, one. Not Florida Atlantic. It has what to is be. This? It has. It's the swack. Uh, no, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> what is uh, Florida Atlantic? Florida Florida A and M. Florida A and M. The Rattlers. Oh my goodness. Orange and green. Um, it, Famu. It, it, they have to. They have to be able to 
be a good matchup or game day's not going. I mean, they're not going to game day if Southern's one and six. Well, they might go for the fact it's Coach Prime, and Southern does have that rich swag tradition, program, history, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So they could go there for that. They normally pick one of those games a year. Yeah. So Neil is in the uh, is at the spot in the rankings that he wants us to pick whatever the the minority is. <laughs> he doesn't want to flip a coin like I was going to do <laughs> right, two yeah. weeks in a row yeah, and no. totally forgot. No, and I t- he goes, well, I got to try to do something to make a move, and I'm like, well, going opposite of all of us is probably not the way to do it. But <laughs> so are we picking Southern Jackson State first? Yeah, why not? It's my, first on my list. My, might as well. All right, so. Before you all pick, Sean told us that we were going to do this game. So I was like, dang, I got to dive into some swag football. So I looked up some stats. Would you like to hear them before we make our picks? Yeah. All right. So Southern is averaging 47.7 points per game. Jackson State is averaging 40.3 points a game. But Sean McRae is Southern's quarterback. He leads the team in passing and rushing, so he's a dual-threat guy. Obviously, Dion's boy leads Jackson State in passing. Third down percentage. Southern is converting 49% of their third downs on the season. That's I don't care what level you are. That's, That's pretty, pretty good. daggone good. Jackson State is converting 43% of their third downs. So take that knowledge, do with it what you want. I know where Neil's picking. Isn't isn't Sean Woods their basketball coach at Southern? Is he? I think Sean Woods is the basketball coach at Southern. <laughs> this might be another whoever it was you were talking about that was an anchor on Sports Center. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Siner. All right. Well, pick wise. I love all the stats that you just gave. I'm not picking against Coach Prime. I'm going with Jackson State. You are correct. Sean Woods is the head coach <laughs> of the Southern Jaguars basketball team. Wes? I don't like when I pull it up on ESPN and Jackson State's um, leading uh, people in passing, rushing, and receiving have a face. And their and Southern's passing and re- rushing uh, leader, which is the quarterback the you quarterback. were talking about. Yeah, obviously he's pretty good. It's just a jersey that says eleven. Well, he's he's a sophomore. <laughs> it got, doesn't matter. He's Take a, a picture for no, heaven's sakes. No, he's a sophomore. You got to earn that picture. <laughs> Dion paid ESPN to make sure them faces are on there. Is what it, is. <laughs> it doesn't help the matter. Um, I think it's going to be close. I think Jackson State wins. Is this game going to be on TV? It's on ESPN three. Three. It's on game day's there, and it's on ESPN three. That's 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 pretty. It should be at least on ESPN two, where everybody can get it. Yeah. Is ESPN three and ESPN plus are they different? Uh, I probably no not. Idea. You, I mean, I you know. can't get ESPN three unless you're paying for the ESPN package on your satellite or you're getting ESPN Plus to get all the games. Right. ESPN and ESPN News and ESPN2, you can get pretty they, much on they, basic they cable. They missed on this one. Somebody missed on this not being able to be on TV. Oh, no doubt. So, 
Mills taking Southern, right? Uh, at this point, it is a pretty good opportunity. Of <laughs> I am taking Jackson State. Okay. Like somebody hit my theme music. Let's get rolling. Jackson State and Prime's going to. I will say thirty-seven twenty-six. No, I think it's going to be closer than that. I think it's going to be in the forties, both teams. So, okay, game number two: Oklahoma State and Kansas State. Oklahoma State and Kansas State. Kansas State is the favorite. <clears throat> it is at Kansas State. Mm. The Little Apple. You know what? Oklahoma State pulled for, through for me last week, and he still has this. Uh, uh, he still has a chance to win the Big Twelve. So, pow, go Cowboys! Not so fast, my friend. Oh, I think my. Former Husker Adrian Martinez is doing some great things right now. And I'm going to roll with Kansas State in this one because I've been burned by the Cowboys the last couple of weeks in a row, so I'm going to avoid them so I can get burned with them again. So where would Neil go in this? Because, like, there's a good chance it might be 2-2. <clears throat> he said the minority. So if you if, I if pick, you pick Kansas State, then the Cowboys are the minority. Okay. I can't believe that you, Wes, of all people, you have seen Bill Snyder grow up right before your eyes your whole life. <laughs> I have. And at Bill Snyder Family Stadium, you picked against Kansas State? Yep. Yeah, I am too. Let's go Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess uh, Neil will get Kansas St- uh, State as well. And... Uh, You know who the third game is. UK-Tennessee. Yeah. So, Neil gets UK and everybody else is going to pick Tennessee. Not everybody. Come on, Wes. I want to hear you say it. I mean, it's okay to pick a team that you're rooting for. I would, it would be okay. I would gladly give up the point. I mean, if I was a true fan, like if this is Duke and Carolina and Carolina is – 30 points better basketball team. I'm still picking Duke. I don't believe that. No, I don't You want to bet? What's it? I mean, we can extend this to college basketball <laughs> if you want to bet. Oh, that's coming. Yeah. Um, yeah, if we were picking against the points, well, of course, they've bet it down to the right amount. They bet it down to 12 and a half. When it first came out, it was at 14, and I would have taken Kentucky. No I mean, questions asked. Tennessee's defense is not good. They're not. It's no. not good. Ten- so, Tennessee's very vulnerable. So, right are now. we saying at this point is Kentucky's defense better than Alabama? Alabama's defense isn't good. Well, I mean, Kentucky hadn't give up five hundred yards in the air. <laughs> Al- Alabama's I think defense is not good. Kentucky, it's all about controlling the line of scrimmage. If Which they can they run do. the ball, throw when they have to, and play good, solid defense, I think Kentucky can stay in it. I'm not picking Kentucky, but I'm not going to be shocked if Kentucky beats them. Because it was a 40-40-something to 40 something game last year, and Will Levis threw for over 400 yards last year against this, this defense. 
So, like I said, I would gladly lose these points if Tennessee was to lose. There ain't a man in your family, Wes Crouch, if you don't pick Kentucky. <laughs> I'm just telling you right now. Oh, man alive. <laughs> Where are you going, Adam? Tennessee? Rocky Top, you'll always be. That's sickening. I'm taking Kentucky. Okay, so Neil's got Kentucky, Wes has got Kentucky, and then me and Adam went with Tennessee. Go Cats! <laughs> All right, NFL games. Let's see. Patriots and Jets. Before last night, I thought that game looked a lot better. I'm not so sure about it now. Oh, my goodness. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Well, who's the quarterback going to be for the Patriots? Doesn't matter. Yep. Well, what they said this morning is it could be a platoon. That's terrible. We, we saw how good that worked for Calipari. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it did, it did go pretty well up till you know, Final Four. Is that when they got Kimbaud or when they got Shabazzed? No, they got. No, it was they Wisconsin. Got, they got. Was it Wisconsin? Yeah, they yeah. got. Not. No. They didn't even get Frank. Uh, they didn't get Frank. Uh, they got um, Sam Deckard. So they got Sam Deckard. Yeah. Yeah, that was Wisconsin year that they was played. Was that the, the platoon year? I yes. thought the platoon year was earlier than that. No. No, the platoon year was the thirty-eight and one. Thirty-eight and zero team. Thirty-eight and, then, and one. You said uh, it right. One. Yeah. yeah. Who uh, won the title that year? Oh, yeah, that's right. Duke did. Yeah, we would have stomped you. No, you wouldn't have. Okay. I'll go with the Jets. I want to pick the Jets. But I got a feeling that Bilicek coming back off of a, a loss is going to right the ship there. I'm going to go with the Pats. Belichick is the cookie in your hand just crumbling right now. He is on his way out. And There I'll, will be a new coach there and, next and year. And Neil will go with the Pats as well. So, not to get off topic, but with Tom Brady winning the Super Bowl after he's left the Patriots and Bill hasn't even sniffed the postseason. They were in the playoffs last year. Were they? Yeah. Did Who? they make the playoffs last yeah, year? Yeah, they did. Okay, never mind. But anyway, he didn't get a win, right? No. Mm-mm. So does that mean Tom was better than Bill? I don't know. I don't think that's even a, a shadow of a question. 100%. Right I agree. There's some out there that think Bill's the mastermind. I mean, he's a good defensive coach. And, and I mean, he put that defense in – you know, on those teams that I mean, made them really good. He, 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 yeah, he stopped uh, Peyton Manning all those years. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that game is at MetLife Stadium. Fireman Ed's going to be rocking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jets ain't losing that game. Sala is probably, uh, he's pretty solidified in his job for a while. Yeah. 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 Um, and I won't be surprised if the Jets win, but I just got a feeling that, you know, Belichick will bounce back on that one. And then uh, the uh, last one, uh, pick-wise, before the underdog, is uh, Cardinals at Vikings. I, I just felt like this has a high-power uh, matchup written on it. it. It does, because both these teams do not like to play defense. <laughs> That's true. And, I, I mean, Justin Jefferson versus D. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
Both of those guys are on Trey's team. And Can I go ahead and just forfeit for this week? <laughs> You're both going I'm to I'm the go. commissioner. I'm changing the schedule. Skull. 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 The dumbest chant in all football. <laughs> I mean, are you wanting a dip or something? <laughs> I'm taking the Vikings. Okay. I will also take the Vikings. Um, Do I need to look to see if it's a double XP weekend? He's the gonna, new Call of Duty oh, did come out this past week. He's going to take the cards, and I'm going to take the Vikings as well. Because I did pick them to win the division. So <laughs> I picked the Packers. That's not looking good. Yeah. And the underdog pick. Uh, Neil has already told me that he wanted Notre Dame. Over Ooh. Syracuse. It's a high noon kickoff on Saturday. I'm going to pick Virginia to beat Miami. I'm, I'm not, taking. I'm not real sure that'll happen, but Miami's not playing very good right now. Miami is a favorite in that game. Yeah, yeah. They are. I'm taking Coastal Carolina. You to stole beat my pick, Marshall. <laughs> I told him that I guarantee nobody has my pick. <laughs> And he just came in. I see. If you would have told me ahead of time, I could have protected you on that. <laughs> I almost said, "Go ahead, make your pick." And I was like, "He, he's." I, I thought you were just looking through the games. I was like, oh, "Okay." So, Coastal Carolina is a favorite. No, no Marshall's a two-point favorite. Two-point favorite. I think Marshall will win that game. It's at Marshall. Marshall's so. playing really well right now. Are you serious? Yeah. Mm. Have you watched Marshall games? Their offense is in a slump. They haven't played well since beating Notre Dame. Yeah. They're four and three. They they lost to Bowling Green. They lost to Troy. They lost to Louisiana. Then they beat James Madison, which was in the top twenty five. But I mean Yeah. Since the Notre Dame game, they beat James Madison and Gardner. I mean, you can take Coastal Carolina and we'll just separate ourselves from the other two. No, I don't like to do that. <laughs> I don't like to take. You don't want to share the points. I don't. You're right. I see another one that you could take that's in the SEC. I don't want to pick SEC. I want to pick these small ones. You could take Texas A&M to bounce back against Ole Miss. I don't see that happening. It is at Texas a and I'll be honest with you. I, I actually thought about taking Kentucky over Tennessee. Ooh. I thought that'd be, you know, you hedge, hedge my bet. You couldn't do that, though, right? Because we picked that game. Right. All right. I am going to do it. Yep, sure am. I am taking the Old Dominion Monarchs. Oh, again? Over Georgia State. Somehow Georgia State is a three and a half point favorite. Yeah, it shows, at home. It shows four. Yeah, yeah. It shows four, but when you click on it, it says three and a half right there. Oh, hmm, interesting. Well, I I, I told uh, Adam earlier I was looking at the FCS to see if I could find something down there, but they don't they don't have bet lines on FCS <laughs> games. I can't believe you took my Coastal <laughs> Carolina pick. 
That's so funny. I never even saw that game on the on my list. So, what app do you all use to look at these games? ESPN. But yeah, the ESPN. Marshall is highlighted as one of my favorite teams. That's the only reason I saw, saw it pop up at the top. Oh, gotcha. That game is in Huntington. That's not a bad drive. If y'all think about something to do on Saturday. Uh, yeah, I got an 18th birthday party that I'm putting Apparently on Saturday. we're going to be knocking on doors, maybe. That's early Saturday. This is a 7 p.m. kickoff. <laughs> All right. Well, power pack punch show right there, right? We got all kinds of stuff in. Oh, wait, we got the game. I was going to say, we, gonna we, play still games? Got, we still got to play oh, a game. Man, we're an hour 15 in. We're going to have to hurry on this. So, so, just to kill time while Sean is, Northwestern hasn't won a game since beating Nebraska in the season opener. They are one and six. Yeah, they're they're pretty bad. So, this is. Do you guys watch? Do you do you all watch College Game Day? Somewhat, yes. yes. Okay. Did you see the college football grab bag the other day? I did not. Okay, so they had just like this random wheel with all these questions on them, and they would spin it and then say stop and answer the question. Right, so I've got five or six questions on here, so I just thought we'd go through these real quick, and we'll just alternate back and forth, and you all, you all can can do this part of it. So, all right, here we go. First question. You didn't say willow choices, uh, I, but that's not my thing. Oh, so I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> Adam, this is for you. Yes. What college has the best mascot? West Virginia Mountaineers. It's a live live mascot. What do you mean? That was one of the worst. You wonder why we just said West Virginia has the worst mascot, West Virginia has the worst uniforms. No, no. name another mascot that gets to carry a gun and shoot it up in there. (laughs) I mean, he's not a bad one. I mean, Oregon Ducks to me, riding in on the, the Harley. Um, I, as much as I hate Florida State, the riding yeah, the horse in and that's a real horse, dude. The, He's got a weapon, the lighted spear. That's an Indian, Wes, a Seminole. <laughs> He's a dude. <laughs> All right, so let's see. Let me. Uh, the Trojan coming in on the horse with his with his shiny sword. Don't believe in those. <laughs> Wes Heisman winner right now. Say it. God. Say it. Did you really Why have to? I, 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 I've answered I answered this question last week. Yeah. I mean The guy that me and Neil both called as our Heisman Dark Horse before the season. Hendon Hooker basically has it wrapped up. He needs one more moment against Georgia. And that, I don't think he needs that. That's sign sealed delivery. As long as even he's in a, a – Even if they lose against Georgia and he has a, oh, a good game. Yeah, I'm not if, saying As long he's as he's win. in a New York uh, – a, a New York Six Bowl. He's probably going to throw three touchdowns or three interceptions this week against Kentucky. Let's hope. Go Cats. <laughs> Rocky Top, you'll always – They're wearing their stupid black uniforms this week too. Tennessee is. Yes. I just saw the picture. They look That's amazing. awful. They look amazing. Okay. At least it's less orange. Player or team, I don't care, or coach, whose stock is up the most right now? Ooh. In, in college? Yeah. Hendon Hooker. <laughs> I mean, 
It's, it could be all three, right? It, the coach, the team, the Josh quarterback. Josh Heupel's the coach. Josh Heupel. Tennessee's the team. I don't know that there's anybody hotter than Josh Heupel right now. Had Kansas not lost their quarterback, their coach could be argued for. I agree oh, with yeah. that. Agree, yeah. yeah. But that, losing the quarterback, that hurts. All right, let's see. He's not even letting us hear, you know. Coach of the year right now. Well. We just talked about it. Next. You think? Spin the wheel. I would. I would. You're overlooking somebody. What about Sonny Dykes at TCU? He's done a great job. Right? But he's not Josh Heupel. He's not Josh Heupel right now. He it, it is it is I mean, a, if you look he's at in the expectations versus production. Right. It's not close. Cuz I think everybody expected Tennessee to be pretty good. Nobody expected oh, they, to be for T- TCU to be 7 and 0 and undefeated and leading the Big 12. But Hendon Hooker was there last week, last year. Right. And they did not they they did not beat Alabama and they were uh, they lost three games last year? Four games? Three or four. Uh, Kentucky got a better bowl than Tennessee last year. That's Let's true. just say Even that. Even though we lost to them. And we had Hendon Hooker. So, uh, they had Hendon Hooker. We. I we. said we. You said we talking about Tennessee. <laughs> that was awful. Oh, my God. We've hit the <laughs> I had to get that out of my. Hour. I had to get that out of my system. All right. A couple more here. Who is the most disappointing team thus far? West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I cannot sugarcoat it. <laughs> I had high expectations. Ah. Neil Brown, you told me to trust the club. He said, ah. For four years, I have trusted the club. What I didn't realize we were doing was climbing down into the basement because that's the only place we've went. I mean, I don't completely disagree. I would, I would have to lean towards Oklahoma or Texas A and M. I tell you who, and people would roll my head for hearing me say this. I think Alabama's the most disappointing because we said from day one that this was the Neil Saban, uh, Neil, the 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 Nick Saban show, and he was going to absolutely crush teams this year because they were pissed. Off. I, I I mean, and and I, they I have they have the, not played to standard. No, I mean, what that should show? have lost to Texas, did lose to Tennessee. I'm not so sure they won't lose to LSU. LSU's offense is rolling right yeah, now. Right. They're not going to lose to LSU. Hey, Saban is. They shouldn't have. Uh, they shouldn't have lost to Tennessee. But well, Tennessee at Tennessee, that environment was nuts. I'll give them that one. And. You're right. Alabama has been a little disappointing. But with that being said, they're still going to be top four and make the college football playoff. Last question. Which coach should be on the hot seat? In college. Is it college pro anything? Hmm. I mean, it's not specific. I, I, most of it was based around college, but. I mean, since we've just continued to talk about college with all of these, I mean. Neil Brown. <laughs> well, that's that's an easy one. I didn't realize the I, whole game was going to be Tennessee and West Virginia. 
it's either got to be one of two people. It's either got to be Jimbo because losing to South Carolina last week was unacceptable, completely. I'm, I mean, we had the, the we had uh, Beamer fired three weeks ago, and he's won four games in a yeah. row now. And Kentucky was one of the games he won. Yeah, and I understand that Venables lost, you know, quarterback and whatnot, but that you that's unacceptable for for Oklahoma to be where they're at. It's it's hard, it's hard to look at Oklahoma and say that it's a rebuilding thing because it really wasn't. What what hurt Venables, and I think is what buys him time, is the fact that uh, Lincoln Riley left and took half the freaking team with him. Right and staff. Yeah, the other took one staff and team. Yeah, the one other one off the top of my head, which might be a good candidate because I think this is going to happen, might be a good candidate for Auburn. Is PJ Fleck? You, you think he's on the hot seat? I think so. In Minnesota? Yeah. I mean, I, didn't they, they just win? They're like six they're, and one. No. Or five they're four and, and three, I think. Are they? Yeah. They've not played. I mean, he was the hot coach two, three years ago. Whenever he took over, like, like man, and 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 you're, he, you're right. They're four and three. Right. I, I, they. I think he's on the hot seat. I think he's. What do you mean for Auburn? PJ Fleck to Auburn? I think that Brian he is, is going to get fired he, at Auburn. Yeah. He is right, true, and I think he's that type of guy that can go in. He interviews well, um, and he can get he can get the fan base and boosters pumped up to uh, to his. Yeah, but I mean, Style if, he, of play. if if he's not going to win, then it's not going to matter. You're right. That, that's a he's a classic case of that that small college guy that goes to the bigger college. Like he followed the correct path. Minnesota, Minnesota is that obvious next step from a Western Michigan, but he's really not done what he should have been able to do there. I don't think. Can I add a bonus question? Sure. Really quick. Yeah. Since you didn't get to answer any questions, I'll ask you. Which college coach would you like to have as a father-in-law? Oh, that is 100%. I know that I know that answer right now. Okay. You can say it while Sean thinks. I mean, I, I, I have to go with either Josh Heupel or Neil Brown, right? That's the whole, no, the whole no. thing. <laughs> no. You no. do not want Neil Brown as a father-in-law. You will be disappointed at Christmas um, time. As a father-in-law, well, considering I'm so old, I mean, I'm just uh, – it would be Dabo Sweeney. Think Dabo – Gosh darn, golly darn, get da- Dabo, See, darny. Dab- no, I want Mike Leach as my father-in-law. Uh, absolutely. I think Mike Leach is the obvious choice. No way in the world. <laughs> <laughs> like, He's Dab- an idiot. No. An idiot. He's a genius. He's a – he Absolute one hundred percent genius. National treasure that should be protected by every branch of government we have. Right. I I, I, dude, I don't even know how he comes up with those answers. He took the media was grilling about his wide receiver dropping passes in case people listen <laughs> as it's seen. It's great. And he took that and he twisted it in a funny way to dog his wide receivers without actually dogging his wide receivers. Yeah. He said he was worried about his guys that in their next generation they might become dinosaurs and not be able to use their hands. And not have hands. Not have hands. (laughs) (laughs) 
Did like, you not watch that clip? You, I, yeah. You got, okay. These, you got these athletic specimens like Tyrannosaurus Rexes out here. I mean, but their hands are so tiny because they can't use them. I've already said it once. We need when we when Neil's back and we do a draft again. We have to do best Mike Leach Mike Leach moments. We have to because you know he picks. He picks the top uh, uh, Marvel superheroes in one clip. He picks the best, you know, who would win. When he was at Washington State, he was like, like okay, take all the mascots from the Pac-12. Who's going to win in a battle royale? And he goes through all of them. It was, he was like, cow has got the bears, you know, the bears. They've got big claws and they can, and the big teeth. He might be able to take it out. And Have you heard the one about coffee? He was walking oh, with Oh, yeah, that Marty. was just recently, yeah. yeah. He was walking with Marty and drinking his coffee, and he's like, hey, coach, uh, I know she got a coffee her. How do you like your coffee? Black, it tastes disgusting and terrible, but when it goes down, you're kind of reminded of the bitterness of life. <laughs> and I was like, right. this dude's a genius. I, 100%. I, I don't that's know who needs to be a father-in-law. No, not me. I would want Dabo. I think Dabo would be the corny father-in-law that you would just be like, all right, let's get matching T-shirts on or let's wear matching Christmas pajamas for a picture. I ain't about that life. I want to be rocking with Mike Leach and the dinosaurs. Good grief. Oh, well, I I thought that was a... I thought that was a little fun. I think that's something that we could, you know, add add in from time to time. I like it. Next week, we're going to preview college basketball season. Uh, so that'll be starting. Um, and then I think we're, you know, th- this, these questions were kind of like our mid season uh, review. I did want to do one other thing, but we just didn't have time for it. So maybe we can do that next week. I do think we need to kind of, after this week, take a look at the, the top 10 rankings in college football. Because there's some matchups that are coming down the pike here that may uh, affect the 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 four, right? I mean, Clemson right now has a pretty solid path if they win out because Georgia's got Tennessee, uh, Ohio State has Michigan. Uh, there's some some other matchups that mm-hmm. could could play that out. Right now, Alabama dropped, what, all the way back to, like, sixth, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but, I mean, they're going to get to the SEC championship game, so they're going to have to either play Georgia or Tennessee and uh, – Or Kentucky. I, I doubt that's going to happen. <laughs> so that, They would want to see Kentucky. I'm there sure. is hope <laughs> about that much. Yeah, about an ounce, right? So, all right. Well, another great show as always, and uh, we will catch you guys next week. Stay safe, friends. The MoCo Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. Whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, Be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.